all. Thank you for checking out the Gaming News Power Power, brought to you by Take the Studios. On the agenda today is Pikachu's great success, Super Mario Maker 2's Nintendo Direct, um, I, Apple's App Store Monopoly in the Supreme Court, and also trash-talking in video games, and of course much more. Tuning in, let's introduce ourselves. My name is Spencer. I am Dylan. I'm Dylan too. No, you're not. You're Josh. Stop it. We had such a good thing going and he ruined it. Anyway, uh, uh, they're annoying. We like to start every podcast <laughs> with an icebreaker and it's always the same one. It's, hey all, what you playing? Please don't sue us, Ashley Birch. Um... <laughs> So what have you guys been playing lately? Well, I have been in a long boss battle with my internet connection lately. You came through uh, really clear right there, though. Oh, that's good. That's really good. I guess I'm winning. Yes, you are. That's all. So yeah, that, that's what I've been playing. Great. That's good. Oh wait, no Poland update because didn't you didn't you do something? Uh, of course, we've been talking about your ongoing struggles uh, with the country of Poland and you. You have a war with them. Um, so what's 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 the updates to the hackings yes. and the beatings? Yes, well, nothing came of the beatings except for half the people involved in that that were the attackers got arrested. Um, but oh yeah, yes, that was neat. Um, uh, but the hacking that they took. A large sum of money. Uh, the bank, I don't think they found out who it was. I don't think they would have been able to anyway, since it's all the way on another continent in the middle of Europe. Uh, but they did reimburse me for all of that money, and I am very, very glad. It's a lot of stress off of everybody. Yes. It was uh, definitely going to ruin my week. Uh, yeah. yeah. Me and our parents were debating which kidney of yours to sell to make up for it. <laughs> Hey, I know some people. Yes, yes, we were going to find Dylan. It was all going to go down. Of course, we would have to charge more. You're going to wake up in a bathtub full of ice. Neat. That's cool. That's true. It's true, Joshua. Uh, Dylan, I'm going to guess something that you've been playing recently because you ditched us last week for League of Legends. That is not true. Just like Hannah's ditching us tonight. I did not ditch you for League of Legends. That's what Discord told us. That's what Discord told us. Oh, I probably left it up. Okay, well. Uh-huh. No, no one just leaves League of Legends up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not a thing. Um, What have I been? I've been playing a lot of Smite still. I've also been playing League of Legends. While this oh, pad- yeah. I'm actually playing right now as this podcast goes on. You're playing what? League of Legends. Of course you are. He plays Smite. <laughs> he plays. <laughs> we we determined two weeks ago that he plays Smite while League of Legends is updating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, that's probably. It. Which is the real use of Smite? Yeah. <laughs> um. What? What? Anything else you've been playing? Um. Just Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Real life video games with people. Um, yeah. Uh, the League of Legends, the new kitten character, which is adorable. Uh, do you like it? It's fun. I don't. I don't think it's out yet. 
Well, yeah, it's they they released a, a gameplay video and broke down um, what the character can do, which is basically it rides on other champions and helps heal them a bunch. That looks like its biggest use. <clears throat> yeah, I think um, I don't know. I mean, MOBAs have a huge learning curve, so I think something like that's useful. Oh yeah, uh, we described it, and I got yelled at by Kimberly. But we described it as a as like a, a noob entry point, like an entry champion. And I, when I saw the gameplay breakdown, I was like, I could play this champion. <laughs> of course, some people that are really good at it, they're gonna they're gonna really be good at it because some of the gameplay I saw is like bouncing between champion when there's a big battle, when there's like you know a five versus five battle, and just bouncing between champions and healing them up. And I'm like, oh my god, this is someone who's quick with this is going to make this really good. Um, well, we'll it, see. Well, I mean, I, that's what I got gathered. Of course, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be the doll sim of, of uh, League of Legends. <laughs> so, uh, I think, I think it's good to have a starter. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a kitten. So it's cute. Um, it might bring in a whole different, different demographic. Maybe, maybe not. Um, so I finished Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, everyone knows I've had a very conflicted relationship with Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, ugh, so conflicted. Uh, but I loved the main story, and I just wanted to get to the main story. It's just, there's no fast travel, and the map is really big. Not saying that really big means the map is good. It's There's not a lot in between. Um, but the map is huge, so when you had to ride a horse everywhere... It gets it, it really it deters you from moving on to the next mission, and so it was a long struggle. But the main story was so good, and it had such an a huge arc for Dutch Vanderlyn, which is your main antagonist in Red Dead Redemption One, and uh, you got the journey of John Marston, who is great. And uh, and I love John Marston, and uh, of course I loved him in Red Dead One. Um, so that that game, uh, I finished the the game. The story was so good. The online was as boring as the map is post story. Um, but uh, I yeah I loved it. I'm really glad I did the story. Joshua, you should play the main story at the very least. Yeah, the whole thing that you mentioned there with. Constantly having to travel on horseback is a major deterrent. I'd rather just spend my time going around knifing people and running from cops. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Um, but I hate having to pay off bounties because you don't have that in Grand Theft Auto. Oh yeah, that's why I don't save. Okay, okay, good, good stuff. Um, but the man, the story with Dutch, like, God, it's it's so good. Anyway. Um, oh, talking about um, games I've been playing recently. Uh, well, I didn't play it yet, but I downloaded Final Fantasy XIV and Heavensward today. Uh, I had a free copy of Final Fantasy XIV with 30 days of play, so I'll probably p- play it 30 days and be done with it. Um, I also got to Chapter 3 on all characters in Octopath Traveler. I played that game on the treadmill, and it, I'm going with calling it the Octopath Regiment because I've dropped two pant sizes in a month from changing my diet and being on the treadmill for at least four miles every day. Neat. So I am. I love Octopath Traveler now. It's my favorite JRPG. Um, I, even though I don't know if it's any good. Uh, 
Just a lot of grinding. And I am the sacrifice today. Now everyone's favorite way to get the gaming news within 99 seconds. It's the gaming news rundown. This is gonna suck. Super Mario Maker 2 had a Nintendo Direct that showed way too much. Go watch the 15-minute video and watch the creative goodness. Hashtag, no more side-scrolling mainline Mario. Detective Pikachu had the best video game movie opening ever with an opening worldwide weekend of 175 mil and an 84% audio rating. Publisher Starbreeze, most known for Payday 2, will be out of business within a year. With games like that, is it shocking? Rocket League, uh, Rocket Arena has unveiled for Xbox and PC, and it is a 3v3 shooter most accurately pitched as a Smash Brothers meets Quake. Ubisoft unveils Ghost Recon Breakpoint, aka Punisher Recon. It will apparently be one of four AAA games Ubisoft will put out this fiscal year. Guess what isn't making it out this year? Skull and Bones. Sucks. Also, Ubisoft's Division 2 will have Dark Hours raid soon with no matchmaking. What? Um, no Man's Sky Light, aka Outer Worlds, will be an Epic Games exclusive. Final Fantasy VII was shown and it still has no date and will be an episodic game. <sighs> Monster Hunter's huge September 6th update, Iceborne, got a new trailer and it shows massive updates to mechanics, abilities, and monsters. Medieval Remake was announced. Yep. Respawn banning piggybacking an Anthem, so no more Yodas allowed. Battlefield 5's Firestorm getting rid of duos because no one likes it. Red Dead got a huge all-in update. Many of the fixes ironically copied mechanics Fallout 76 had launched. Also, Red Dead 2 has sold only 1 million copies since November, before it had sold 20 million. However, GTA 5 has sold 10 million copies since November, and it previously sold 100 million. So that Red Dead Online is going to be kind of lonely, maybe. And I made it. And I have... Seven Neat. seconds to spare, and I hated it. You and, hated uh, the seven seconds that you had to spare? No, I hated the list. Do it that amount of time because I have like you know the speech impediment, so the list is awful for me. But <laughs> because, <laughs> since I got through all of the topics, is there anything that I mentioned poorly that you would like to discuss before we move on to topic one? Because... To be fair, I couldn't hear most of what you said. Not because I don't think you did it right. I think it's probably because I'm messing up again. Uh, yeah, I could hear interference, so it's fine. Ah. Um, so, uh, Red Dead 2, the online update, uh, it's really weird because when you go read the breakdown, it's like, oh, these are all mechanics that were in Fallout 76 to begin with. This is supposed to fix their online, <laughs> and it really is just copying and pasting mechanics that were in a quote-unquote failure of a game with Fallout 76. So that's odd. That's cool. Like, one of the main things they instituted was uh, negating a lot of the damage that people can do on players that aren't fighting back. And I'm like, okay. Alright. Cool. Um, also, the weird thing about Red Dead 2, only selling a million copies. Only a million copies since November. And GTA V, since November, has sold 10 million. That game's been out, like, six years. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And That's Grand Theft Auto... Yeah, it's ridiculous. And Grand Theft Auto V sold a million, 100 million copies before that. So it's not like people were lacking on the game. There's not enough people in the world that would play that game. How are they selling that many? <laughs> it's the number one selling game of all time now. Crazy that it passed Super Mario Brothers. Um, the sad thing, publisher Starbreeze going out of business. Um, you know, they had Payday 2. They also had Overkill's Walking Dead. And everyone says it'll be out of business within a year. 
Um, while I mention that, um, no clip uh, on YouTube. Just search no clip, all one word. They did no a. What's that? No, nothing. Okay. Uh, yeah, no clip. Um, they did a documentary on the uh, closure of Telltale Games, and it was really insightful. It's really good. It's from a lot of ex-employees. It gets really sad when they're talking about the last few days, but when they start talking about like the y- couple of years leading up to what happened, they <clears> reminded <throat> me a lot of, and I know I just got done playing the game, but they reminded me a lot of Dutch Vanderland. Like, well, you know, if these people are let go, then we'll make it. If we just get this game out, then we'll make it. And like, yeah. Dutch's, Dutch's main thing is, after this one last score, we can go away to Tahiti. Yeah. So, and he says that the whole game. Like, the whole game, it's just about the next <laughs> score. And that's what those people sounded like. Or at least so some like of the them. Boys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> yeah. Jeez, Julian. Um, <laughs> uh, Skull and Bones not making it till March 2020. Or it won't even be out by March 2020. It's very annoying. That means I'm stuck with Sea of Thieves as my pirate game if I want to play one. <laughs> but it's great. Shut up, Dylan. So rewarding. <laughs> the <sighs> world is completely full and lively and not boring. I don't like you guys. Uh, <laughs> hey, Dylan, you love Final Fantasy, right? I've, ne- I've ne- never played it. <laughs> I was mistaking you. Um, I tried Final Fantasy VII and I really didn't like it, so uh, I don't have anything to say about the episodic games. I really thought that you liked Final Fantasy. I'm sorry I threw that at you. That was a great response. <laughs> oh, man. I'm ashamed. <laughs> don't be ashamed. You made good life decisions. No, I feel like you were shaming him with that. Like, for real. Like, I, I feel like you knew the answer. <laughs> I did not. I did not know the answer. <laughs> now let's jump into our first topic, which is the Supreme Court's ruling 5-4 to four that Apple's App Store is a monopoly, which is going to um, allow a lot of maybe lawsuits to come in uh, because of the price control that Apple apparently has um, over, of course, the apps because it's their infrastructure, their store. Also on the table is the fact that they would have to give up all of their percentage that they take from the developers to be able to escape this controversy and the legalities of this. So guys, how do you feel about this ruling from the Supreme Court? Um, And how do you think it's going to change how apps and games are obtained in the mobile market and console gaming? Well, I don't think it's going to change. I have a lot of opinions, but the main one with your question, I don't think it's going to change too much how games are delivered on iOS. It's obviously not going to affect Android because they already operate that way. You can download a, a APK file and from any source and it runs on your Android. And we all know computers have always been like that. Yeah, they have um, different as, yeah, storefronts. Yeah, as far as on the iOS, I don't 
think there's going to be a large amount of people wanting to um, really even download apps from, that's not from the App Store. Um, one of the big reasons that people like Apple is because they're extremely secure compared to Android. Uh, and one of the reasons is because their apps are audited by Apple themselves to make sure that there are not massive vulnerabilities or they're not doing some malicious stuff in their code. They don't. Um, they obviously don't um, audit for quality or else this podcast wouldn't be on iTunes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do think... I, I don't necessarily agree with that they're calling it a monopoly in the sense of it's monopoly on software that can run on the iPhone and iPad, yes, but a monopoly on applications and software, no, because there's another mobile platform, it's Android. There are, of course, other software, any other operating systems to run your software on. So I don't think it's fair to even call it a monopoly anyway. I think that's a little, that's regulation that's not really needed, interfering too much with the free market in that area. Let me just point out to the uh, to the people, you own an iPhone X, so yeah. you're biased. As you, do I. You love Apple, and you, I actually you would do die for them. Love Apple. So everyone I work with loves Apple. I am the one person there that works on a Windows machine, and I'm definitely the only person there that's really t- touched a Linux machine. Um, so yeah, no, you, I do not love Apple. And you complain about your iPhone X weekly. I do not complain about my iPhone X weekly. You do. It's a fine device. It's a fine device, but you're like, man, I really want a new phone. But the camera's I, fine, I guess. I have not said I want a new phone. You have. Don't take it back just because we're being recorded. Apple's <laughs> going to hear this, and they're going <laughs> to take away our rights. <laughs> Dylan, how do you feel about this? I, I I like Apple. <clears throat> I don't I don't think oh it's the best. <laughs> Am I going to be shamed? No. Yeah. I I mean, how do you feel about the Supreme Court ruling it's a monopoly? No, I agree with Josh. I don't think it's a, mon- a monopoly. Um I mean, yeah, you can I mean, just buy an Android and do whatever you want. Um let yeah, me just exactly. let me let me put it in this respect. Do you believe the PlayStation Store on the PS4 is a monopoly because it's the only way you can buy games or apps on the PlayStation 4? I mean, that buy an Xbox. I don't know. Like, uh, monopoly means one. You have different options, you know. Well, not on the storefront side because the, the I think that the ruling on the Supreme Court is really, it's really saying a Something a little bigger. It's saying because of how we work, because of the digital age and how big a certain, say, hardware is, and because there's so much invested in software, there's so many people that rely on apps and the software that if Apple, which is the number one selling phone by a big portion, and we already know they have their infrastructure that works between the computer, the iPad, and the phone that you can only use the App Store for. Apple stuff. Again, that, I wouldn't that, say that, I wouldn't say it's a monopoly because I think they're wanting to specify in too much detail 
what a monopoly can be because software can still be written for the other platforms. Of course, you know, the main one would be Android and you're going to have the same apps, really. You might have some um, third-party apps, I mean, some like really uh, important uh, third-party apps and some first-party apps that won't be on the operating system fine, but you know, there, there's another entire platform that you can go to. But it's, it's percentage... Kind of like, the the way the no I was just gonna say the way the Supreme Court rules it and uh, is is percentage based not just that there's one if it was because there's just one we could sue all of the energy companies because we only get an option of one um, or the cable companies for that matter because many towns only have the option of one however you've seen we've all seen the mobile market well the cell phone market Verizon AT and T be blocked by merging with someone else. Because it would take up too much of the market, and when Apple devices, when especially in the phone department, is the number one selling, when they over fifty percent of phones sold are Apple phones, then right. that does qualify it in a way for a monopoly, because a people can't just take what they've bought on the App Store anywhere; they've paid for an app, but they don't actually own it, and b and that's where I'll get into console stuff, and b they're the number one dog. So if they can control their market without any competition, that may lead to justification for the monopoly. Right. However, I guess the way, and I can be very wrong when it comes to how legislation needs to be written, but apps are more of an accessory to the phone. The, even the, you know, the third-party apps to the store are like an accessory to the phone, an accessory to the operating system. So I, I, I view it fundamentally differently but i could be very wrong when it comes to you know how you could rule that in court of law so like for to be called a monopoly you'd almost like on app on apps you'd have to almost say apple has a monopoly on phones as well if there wasn't another choice but to get an iphone i would understand but that's a good point since you did also bring up the percentages of you know what's the largest you know seller and that would be iphone so they're also monopoly on that too and yeah that that's true um however because there's there's so many other options um i don't know if that would qualify it's just the amount of people that are stuck in one one kind of structure and apple's already lost one big lawsuit this year and uh i i this and that was for the slowing down operating systems at a certain point, knowing like willingly, like they knew it, that they were trying to do that to sell more um, newer devices. Like they did, did that on purpose. But um, Samsung got sued for that too, by the way. But with the Apple thing, it it may have been a statement. Supreme Court may have just made it a statement so that they could tell everyone, listen, if you're going to try to control the space, we're going to limit you. Because Facebook slash Instagram controls a huge percentage of social media space and they make yeah. up they make up all the rules they're the reason why we have okay not i actually believe they're the main reason we have so much uh political discord and separation in this country because yes. i would say i would say that's more twitter in my opinion well twitter well, doesn't get personal it's just a bunch of avatars talking to each other i guess uh, yeah facebook literally they, you can turn this off, but it's set on here by default. It will hide posts that your friends have shared, depending on your political views. 
Yeah. Um, they, they actively do that. That's a default setting. So you only create more divide because you're only seeing things already similar to how you think and you're not seeing the other person's opinion or even a moderate person's opinion who might yeah. be kind of close, but it's not close enough. So ultimately, what I'm trying to get to is how it's going to affect the gaming market because I feel like this is something that really could affect the gaming market because there are developers that may start pushing for PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo to allow their platform onto that market, onto those consoles. They already have them on PC. You've got... um, um, What is Overwatch slash Call of Duties? Shooters? No, they're... (laughs) <laughs> their um their login or whatever battle something dot net battle dot net, um, oh. yeah you have yeah. uplay you have um well two K should have a launcher but they don't uh but EA has Origin uh you it they really may push for their own launchers which will track their own stats which will give them feedback directly on the games um and and also allow them to have their own sales. And their own price control. Because currently, uh, Steam has their own control over like Ubisoft games. Like, for instance, right now, Far Cry New Dawn is $20 on Steam. It is not on sale at the Uplay store. So Ubisoft didn't control that sale. So because Steam did, Ubisoft is going to take less of a cut from a game that's on sale that they don't have on sale on their own platform that they would make direct money from. And console games systems make a good cut from third parties as well. So do you think this could open the door for within the foreseeable future, we have different apps on these consoles to play different games? I imagine it could definitely go that way with this ruling. I hope it doesn't. I would prefer the people who make their consoles to be in total control because I security is a really important issue. And when you open it up to allow other people even though you might audit their code and audit what they do, they are still not the ones wholly responsible and you can't account for everything with that. So I would still want Nintendo to be in control, Microsoft to be in control, and Sony to be in control of their own systems and ecosystems that they create. That That's a good point from a developer and security standpoint. Um, Dylan, do you think that we could get the Epic Game Store, the Uplay, the Battle.net, the... Uh... The, the origin, all that on consoles? I mean, I don't I don't see what else they could do. It would be more of a um open source platform. And exactly. um yeah. I don't know I don't know what else they could do if you know. Like so you think that those apps could come? Like it could be an inevitability? Well, they pretty much already do that. I mean, they do do that on um, PC. On PC, yeah. And um, I don't know. It, it It's kind of strange, though, to think about that. Like, you have to download an app for, say, Origin. Yeah. And then it's, it's kind of confusing. And it'll, it'll definitely get rid of the streamlinedness of the consoles. Yeah, the streamline of the consoles is... Because, you know, usually people that prefer the consoles are on the more casual side of gaming. Uh, Not saying that's any bad. I'm not down, like, trash-talking anybody. That'll be in the next topic. But um, (laughs) uh, 
it's it really does come off like people that just want to pick up the controller and just go and play. So they probably just want to go to the PlayStation Store or the the eShop and they just want to buy the game and they just want to play it. They don't want to have to deal with anything else. Right. So that it feels like it'd be a hard unless sell. You're on, unless you're on a Sony, I guess you really like bad UI experiences though. So <laughs> Very true. Uh, it's kind of redundant though because all the games that a origin or battle done, you know, any of those platforms use, they're going to be in the PlayStation store, or, you know, any other console store already. So, right. and I don't imagine we would see if it ever goes this way. Yeah. I don't, we would, I don't think we would see it in this generation or maybe even the next. Okay. So yeah, maybe not this generation, maybe not the next, but it could come in the next. You could get them like, Hey man, we're missing out on a lot of revenue, you know, taking 60 or 70% on these consoles. Like that's a lot to lose 40 to 30%. What if we tell them you can either have you play as a separate app that people have to download to buy Ubisoft games, at least buy them through there, or we'll become Xbox exclusive or Xbox slash Nintendo slash PC exclusive, we'll leave your platform because people are going to buy our games anyway. And us leaving one platform for another, Xbox and PlayStation, they trade blows back and forth every generation. But if Xbox could secure someone's exclusive rights and just say, hey, all right, keep 100% of your profits, have your own stupid app, whatever, but it's going to make up for it in the long run with console sales. Now, this is going to uh, hurt the consumer, though, because this will drive console prices up for the companies that make them to compensate for that massive loss. And it, Yes, it, it really could. Um, however, I could see uh, various companies saying it's worth the loss of these four games a year to sell way more. Like, if you look at the PlayStation 4 sales compared to Xbox, PlayStation 4 has sold over three times what Xbox has. I mean, Nintendo Switch has almost caught up to Xbox in less than half the time. So, you could see someone like Xbox even proposing it just to be able to make up some ground. Right. But, we'll see. Of course, course consoles would like um, try to get those exclusive deals with those other providers, but I think the, the prices of consoles will go up regardless because they are cutting the amount of uh, revenue that they would get by them purchasing it through their system. Like consumers yeah. purchasing it through their system. Yeah, and uh, there's a lot of quotes I could read from from uh, from what you know Brett Kavanaugh and the rest of the Supreme Court said. Um, <laughs> but I mean, at the end of the day, nothing's even like Apple's going to fire back on this, and they could. They could actually fight this. They could actually beat this down. It was only a five to four vote, so they could easily, yeah. you know, shuffle some money someone's way. And because Kavanaugh's a he's a conservative, and usually conservatives side with big companies, but he made a shocking uh, vote uh, with his fifth vote to be not in favor of Apple. So, yeah, that was very shocking. Um, at least there's some bipartisan kind of uh, thought there. Yep, yep, there, yep. It, uh, it is a, um, it, you, no matter what party you're on, this is a different, maybe more personal matter. And, and I think it was really more of a statement to the social media groups uh, than anything. Because I right. know they're going after Facebook and Instagram. Even the 
one of the founders of Facebook said he's going to fight um, Zuckerberg to separate Instagram and Facebook into separate companies completely. Yeah. So we may see some changes in the tops of the tech worlds. We'll see. And our next topic is actually something I found on Twitter slash Reddit. Um, it is trash talking in video games. Does does it still have a place? Is is it good for games? If it, is it bad for games? Is there a a like a limit to how far you should go? Is there a line that you can't cross? Um, yeah, let's just let's talk about it. Let's see how everyone feels because I saw this on Twitter. It only had like 146 comments on it, uh, but that came from a bigger post on Reddit, uh, which had more comments on it. And there are some very mixed emotions. I really didn't think the gaming community would be that divided. I thought everyone, you know, called each other names online, but apparently, uh, gamers have gotten a lot more sensitive. So, uh, let's I'm going to come and say I love trash talking. Oh, uh, me too. All right. I think, um, I think it's okay. So, for example, <clears throat> in Smite, there's a VGS system. And you can say, you rock, and cancel that. And when you put the two together, <laughs> I just, I think it's the funniest shit. That's <laughs> the, you and the, uh, I see Cody doing that a lot whenever he comes over and he's playing Smite. Oh my he's god! Laughter to where it's annoying me and I'm not even in the room. <laughs> I love it. I think it's absolutely hilarious. Uh, oh, okay, um, Dylan, where is the line? You already approve of trash talking, but where is the line? What like, what can you not say? What at what point is it like? Nah, you just need to stop. I mean, obviously, there's the gamer word. <clears throat> um, yeah, of the course, F word. Any, not cool. The F word? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> any um, racial slur, I mean, anything on that level. There's the R word. Like you said, the F word. Those shouldn't be said, but calling someone a noob? Come on, man. Yeah. It, it's been good fun. Yeah, yeah, that's that. That's kind of having some thin skin there. If if just you know being called a noob, like makes you want to you know rage quit. Um. So. Yeah. Okay. So. Let me give you an example of, like, say, the chat just <laughs> the chat restrictions from League of Legends Riot Games' own support webpage. Uh, this person was banned due to negative activity. Let me read what he said to get banned. I've got a cupcake for you, little yordle. True warriors are born on the battlefield. That got him banned? That got him banned. Just saying. I mean, that, that was what? really dirty and stupid, but that shouldn't have gotten banned. No. League, League of Legends tries to ban and will accept people reporting people just for negative speaking. Negative speaking will get you banned, and it doesn't even have to be offensive. Oh, yeah. so that's kind of that's ridiculous. Yeah, and their uh, punishments is the first offense. You have ten game chat restrictions, so you can't speak to anyone in ten games. Which, oh, okay, cool. So you can't like organize with anybody. Just get ready to be ranked down a little bit. Uh, second yeah. offense is twenty-five game chat restriction. 
Third offense is a two-week suspension from the game, and fourth offense is a permanent ban. Wow. Yeah. See, I get around that in League of Legends. <clears throat> you can do, you can ping something, and you can change what the ping looks like. I'm sure, yeah. It's a, a question mark. So if someone does something really stupid, just spam the question mark. Now, and if you basi- want... <laughs> that's what? That's basically saying, like, bro, what are you doing? And on the other side of that, uh, Video Game Donkey, if anyone's watched his YouTube, it, I mean, his YouTube is hilarious. But he he has questionable words said on uh, on League of Legends that got him banned. It was like, what, five years ago? Uh, four years ago, something like that. And it's a kind of common joke in all of his uh, um, in all of his videos where he says, I'm done with League of Legends again. Because he said he was done with League of Legends after they banned him. But here's what he said in a game to somebody. Malphite, you are a expletive deleted, worthless, brain dead, expletive deleted, expletive deleted, pile of trash, mental expletive deleted, that should be gunned down in the street like the degenerate you are. Okay, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a, yeah. Uh, and then his, res- <laughs> his response to this is, I can understand being banned for cheating, or going AFK, or feeding on purpose. But talking expletive deleted to some guy that is a total expletive deleted, what is this? Expletive deleted, expletive deleted, expletive deleted, baby preschool time? (laughs) Wow. So, I mean, no one should have to feel uncomfortable when playing it, because no one should have to be made to feel uncomfortable in any uh, situation. But also... You know, you, it's real life. Like, you know, you're in the world and things happen and people aren't great. So you kind of have to not have so thin of skin or else I don't know how you ever walk out the front door. Um, Josh, where is your line? I mean, obviously demeaning somebody into never wanting to play the game again probably constitute as crossing the line, correct? Yes. Um, and so, so when it came to, like, just really harassing someone like spamming harassment like cody laughing like like so like that that's minor that that's kind of in good fun and maybe that can get annoying but you could also just leave the game yeah if you're being followed on like a gamer's social media platform like on a forum and you're being harassed then that's a different story than that person is doing actual harassment they're following them other places even though it's virtually they are following them and obviously the very clear line is um, things that are something that are going to dif- definitely um, m- mentally oppress someone like racial slurs, um, ableist slurs, sexist slurs, you know, um, homophobic slurs, transphobic slurs, things like that. That's obvious. That, that should be pretty quickly you get some marks against your, um, your permanent record for sure. Yeah, I agree. I I so really you, you are also in a competitive environment. You trash talk it is also a part of it. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say that. <laughs> Especially the more video games get into the mainstream and people want them to be taken seriously and esports yeah. become a bigger part of the sports world, like ESPN shows it. Uh you get exclusive deals with TBS, which is the home of NBA. You get right. like a lot of exposure for esports, yet you want the people that play it to be completely controlled. Um, first off, right. most a lot of these games are mature, so they should be adults playing it. 
So yeah. censorship when there's adults, it's like, um, I'm not too cool with that. Crossing a line is obviously homophobic, racial slurs. And one thing that's big is harassing women. Like, yes. There's a lot of women that don't speak in games. Kimberly does, but that's because Kimberly only plays a few games and she makes sure she's better than everybody uh, <laughs> at those games. Um, and she only plays like one game at a time for a really long time uh, just to make sure. And she constantly watches YouTube videos so she has strategies. So a lot of times she's the one coaching people through like Final Fantasy fourteen through all the boss fights. She's like, all right, over here, over here, whatever. Um <laughs> But most women get really harassed in both sexually abusive ways and in just demeaning ways if they speak up and people know, oh, it's a girl. Yeah. Yeah. And Which, girls? I kind of I think I've heard stand-up comedians um, say that bombing on stage, which means, you know, just not doing good at all and just that feeling you get after bombing. Uh-huh never want to feel like that again so let's say you're playing league of legends and you bomb and someone you know calls you a noob or whatever you don't want to feel like that so there's that sort of aspect where you want to do better yeah right and especially like with what spencer was bringing up with the esports and people wanting gaming to be taken more seriously kind of like sports you're you're going to have to accept that comes with the turf it doesn't necessarily have to be hockey out there but don't let don't make it be golf. No, make, yeah. You know, let, let there be some kind of you know r- roughness to it because that's kind of what competition is. Yeah, like when Patrick Peterson shuts down OBJ and they get in their each other's faces and they're yelling stuff. They're not yelling, "Yo, man, how's your mama doing? She's doing great. Thanks for asking." They're <laughs> they're saying awful stuff to each other. Yeah, um, and even like pro you know players they like tell people they report it or they they really make sure it's known and they actually can get penalized for saying any kind of racial or homophobic slurs so if pro athletes know not to do it then idiots on video games should know but But they um, still trash talk yeah they still trash talk yeah i mean there's a line but i mean trash talk like rocket league has a rule there's 20 different words that are banned in rocket league that can get you a language ban from the game. No one knows what those 20 words are, but uh, <laughs> you can't say them, which is really like, don't, don't be pricks. Just tell us what we can't say. Yeah. Um, Overwatch has a really weird setup too, because they don't even uh, research the bans. So a lot of people just getting offended by someone else even on their own team, not offended in like they said something, but like uh, there was an article on Kotaku where one person was playing and everyone chose squishy characters. Nobody was a tank. And they said, does anyone want to play the tank or am I going to have to? No one did anything. So they're like, all right, cool. Um, I'll, I'll be the tank. And uh, it was a girl playing. And then someone said, um, uh, oh, I didn't know girls played Reinhardt. And she said, well, mister, here I am. I put my mouse on the big shield big shield dude and click that right click and then uh that that girl was she was actually reported after the guys in the group kept saying i hate women i hate feminazis all this stuff my dad taught me to hate women um and uh because she was a smart aleck to them about not choosing a good team because every team needs a tank uh she got reported 
and banned from the game. Cool. Yeah. That's so, neat. They like to regulate, but they don't like to investigate. Yeah, and that is that, that is a really unfortunate thing, and that's why, in my opinion, also I wouldn't want there to be such strict rules to things that are just simple trash talking because there's going to be such a margin for error as to who deserves it or not. It's not like you go before a court of law before your peers and are judged appropriately. You but, know, it's all he said, she said, unless you have screenshots. Uh, that's I, kind of what's that? No, I was gonna say I think it's funny when someone trash talks me. Like if I'm doing bad in league, and let's say let's say someone said something like that guy said about that mouth fight, just like this hateful, <laughs> evil thing. I'm gonna think it's hilarious, and yeah. most of the time I'm just gonna say, "Shut up, you nerd." <laughs> I love it that the worst thing you say to people is nerd. Well, they know they're nerds because they're getting <laughs> they're, they're getting that mad over a video game where you know, <laughs> he's shot in the street or something. Yeah, I guarantee you, uh, Dunky was not platinum or uh, yeah anything high up. Um, so yeah. One more thing, Overwatch is pretty much the worst when it comes to restrictions, and this is a play on each side politically getting really offended, and some of them using something else as, as a way to attack people. Like when James Gunn got fired from um, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 because some you know right-wing, almost borderline Nazi people hated that he was so liberal and vocally liberal that they went back and found some old jokes and used it to say, Disney, look at who you're employing. Fire him, and they fired him, and then they rehired him when they wised up. But um, when you guys see the OK sign, what do you think of? Um, it means, like, cool or that's all right. Or the circle game or whatever. Or the what? The circle game. It's a stupid thing. We didn't have it in the different oh, places yeah, we yeah, grew yeah. up. But, yeah. Tyler does that a lot, yeah. Yeah, they you got him. Yeah. Um, so... Overwatch has banned the OK symbol. They've banned the OK symbol, apparently, because some, a very few, a very small minority of people are saying that it is used as a racist connotation. Like, it's something that white supremacists use, and that's their symbol. All right, so there are a few hand signals I've seen white supremacists use, and I've never seen that one. Yeah, and they say that's a white supremacist thing. So, um, yeah. It's, I mean, it's uh, kind of an everyone does it thing. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, okay, so um, there's a little video of someone throwing up the OK sign. Uh, that I don't really get it. They're all mostly of Asian descent, obviously. And um, they said Blizzard told a fan in the Overwatch League arena they are not allowed to use the OK sign for its association as a white power symbol. Uh, because they flashed it on a stream. And they apparently told the whole arena, don't do that, or you'll get kicked out. Yeah. Huh. So, I, I just wanted to bring that up. Apparently, don't do the OK sign and don't do the circle game, because Overwatch will ban you. Sure. I have a lot of opinions about that. Okay, go ahead and say them real quick. I think people should probably really understand who they think that their enemy is. And not just start making up random stuff. Uh, white supremacists are real. They do plenty of really bad things. 
and they do plenty of really recognizable things where you don't have to make things up. So when you make up things like that, you give them ammunition to make yeah. you seem like an idiot. And you That's you, really annoying. You detract from the impact that they're having, positive or negative, when you just pile on stuff. Right. Like if if you keep saying different things like, Oh, well, I, I get it the the weird rise in Pepe the Frog. Like that is okay, that's that's weird that people are doing it, especially because the big popularity of it um, right now is racism, but there's some like old internet people that have always used Pepe, so you can't really judge someone that that maybe posts a Pepe meme. And some people may not know it's racist, and they see a Pepe I meme. Yeah, like a lot of people don't. And you see a Pepe meme of him like crying in the mirror, and there's some funny self deprivation, like detrimental kind of humor in it, self deprivation. Yeah humor in it and it's like oh that's funny that's me <laughs> and so you oh, missed yeah. it it was like feels bad man yeah feels bad man like come on that's not is that racist I mean they should feel bad but I don't think they do I don't think they do so it's dumb it's stupid but this means we get to move on <laughs> if it seemed like we were there before nope we're actually there now some people's favorite part of the podcast, the negative zone. <laughs> so, uh, anyone got any negative stuff that beats out racism? I guess I really got mine out at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I have anything. I'm going to have to carry the negative zone. Be negative. I'll be negative with you. <laughs> you know what I hate right now? You know what really grinds my gears? Yeah, what? Go ahead. No, that, I was making a, I was making a reference to Family I mean, Guy because that's what you made me think of when you did that. <laughs> um, so I don't really have anything. I, my gears are ground. I, I hate, <laughs> I hate it. I hate the fact that some people hate that Jim Carrey is awesome in Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay, so are you admitting that Sonic? <laughs> Are you admitting that it's bad? No, I'm saying I hate it that anyone thinks that Jim Carrey's bad. Oh, got you. Uh, he is. He's bad in every movie. <laughs> I hate Jim Carrey. I don't believe you. Nobody could hate Jim Carrey. I, you're talking to a person who hate. He plays the same character in every movie. He does not. In he the 90s, cool maybe. God, though. Huh? Yeah. I liked it when he was God. That was neat. The Bruce Almighty. Yeah, but even then, it's like, oh, let's just cast Jim Carrey, and he'll just act like Jim Carrey, and people love it. <laughs> kind of like yeah. Ben Stiller. It's the same way. He's just Ben Stiller. <sighs> you don't agree? I don't agree at all. I don't agree at all. Um, I... I could have a negative zone based off of some Twitch view. I'm going to go ahead and bring it up. So I've brought this up before, but it's annoying because I've had it happen again with a, uh, with a, unfortunately a Twitch streamer. I don't hate on Twitch streamers. I actually purposely seek out a lot of Twitch streamers, um, that are smaller to support them. Um, but 
Uh, as I said, one of the Twitch streamers I followed because of Dead by Daylight, and I just love watching Dead by Daylight when I'm just not when I'm doing something else. Um, I had I had to stop subscribing to them and following them because they said something about. Uh, they, they actually said that she works harder than the people that work, you know, the nine to five because she's always working when it's like, no, you stream for about eight hours, but some people do hard labor for eight hours. And, um, she equivalent her job to, to kind of like, um, people that, that do work all the time and work like nurses shifts and stuff like that. Um, and she kind of crapped on anybody that worked in like retail and lower jobs. And I was like, what is this person doing? She just plays video games. Like I get it. You have to like talk to people and have a personality and tweet stuff, but you're just playing you're video games. Someone, you're still also someone that's sitting down all day getting to do something you like to do. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I like, my job is stressful, but I do sit down all day and I do consistently do stuff I love doing. But it, and it is so much easier than when I was at, say, Starbucks or Honda. So much easier, even though it's a little bit more stress. I think I, I would never crap on someone that um, didn't have a job sitting down. They work harder than those that do. Um, well, I had another Twitch problem uh, a few days ago. Uh, I tweeted out, and another Twitch streamer that I had to unfollow. This time, I only had to let the Twitch Prime sub run out, but she claimed that overweight people in cosplay is disrespectful to the character if said character isn't fat. Huh. Yep. That's, uh, I, don't know if I agree with that. Yeah, I don't what? think I would agree with it either. I, I don't either because you're cosplaying as something as you as you like. Actually, the people that are you know paid what. They don't really exist at E3 much anymore, but the booth girls who were paid to look like hot versions of the different characters or just they're hot, so they were paid to be the hot characters in video games. Um, those people, it's a job, yeah, but like I don't have any respect for them in the cosplay community because they were given a costume and they look hot. Um, but people that cosplay, no matter what color, no matter what size, that cosplay is something... A, they spent money on that costume, or B, they made that costume by hand, so they love that character. If It's nowhere near disrespectful to the character. Yeah. I mean, the character's still the character. I think they're missing the point of cosplaying in general. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I do too. She's human garbage, this, this Twitch streamer. And a Nintendo ambassador. So, yeah. Oh, neat. Yeah. I just, I just, uh, there was a girl that used to do videos for uh, Nintendo Online, Nintendo Fangirl, and um, I talked to her every so often. Um, but she, uh, I, I talked to her about it, and she was, she was pretty mad about it, and she was upset that it was a Nintendo ambassador because she no longer has dealings with Nintendo because she doesn't create constant co- like content. But this girl, she streams like maybe four or five hours a day, usually Nintendo games, and. Um, yeah, I liked her because she streams Splatoon, and that's one of the other games I love to play, so I love to at least hear it while I'm doing other stuff, if not watch it. And uh, she's not, like, God, she, she has no right to say any of that, and nobody has any right to say that to anyone who's cosplaying. Yeah. So, to all the people that cosplay, keep on doing it. I would love to hear her thoughts on someone of a different color cosplaying as someone of a different color. Um <laughs> I'd love to show her pictures of Momocon and see how she feels about that. 
because um, <laughs> MoboCon is is probably the biggest percentage of African American cosplayers. Period. It's Neat. it's incredible. It's great. It's great to see all the people that you don't see represented in the fandom in the fandom, like doing great stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I, I love MoboCon because it's so culturally diverse, but being in the same culture. Like you know, you'll you'll meet kids that live in cities that we know of around Atlanta, um, and then they come here and they dress like nerds, and it's like, oh, every black <laughs> kid grew up watching Dragon Ball Z. It's like I thought that was only for weird white nerds because that's the way, like culturally, it's been uh, pointed out. But no, cosplay is for everybody. I so, agree. Any uh, any other negative stuff, or was I the only one with the complaints? No. That's it. <laughs> Find them. <laughs> God. <sighs> So, thank no, you, you guys. Like a sour What'd you say? You just seem like a sour person now. I'm not a sour person. It's just, no, I'm mad at that. I'm defending people. That that Twitch streamer is awful. Literally yeah. awful. Um, yeah. Just awful. Anyway, that was my native zone. We're past that. Now I have to play another ending sound effect so we can move on to our goodbyes. That was the Grand Theft Auto V wasted sound. Um, so... Thank you guys for listening. If you've listened this far into the podcast, we really appreciate you. Um, of course, you can find us on all social media at Take the Studios. We have another podcast that I host that you can check out. It's called The Smart Mark Show, so look that up on all podcast platforms. Both this show and that show are also on YouTube, and you can find that at youtube.com slash Take the Studios. And be sure to subscribe, to like, to rate, to comment, all the different things on all the different platforms, especially if you're on YouTube, uh, hit the ding notification on the bell so that you can get alerted whenever we go live on it. The difference between this and the Smart Mark Show on YouTube is Smart Mark Show is a static image, um, whereas this uh, show, we put gameplay footage on there, so it's a little more visually appealing, um, but you can still just throw it on YouTube and listen to it because I know a lot of people that do that. Um, and you can find us individually if you hate anything we said or everything we said. Uh, myself, Spencer, I am at SYCO1316. I am Joshua, and that is at Dev on Twitter. I'm just Dylan. He is just, just Dylan. Dylan. He's, in, he's an individual. Um, <laughs> uh, again, uh, subscribe to us, share us, please share us. Uh, appreciate everyone who's been listening. Uh, I'm really glad that all of our podcasts are on multiple podcast platforms. I'd like to see more interaction on the YouTubes, which I know it's odd for podcasts to go onto YouTube, so it's kind of a niche market. But be sure to support us there. If you can, go throw us a like. Uh, watch it as long as you can stand us. Um, thank you, guys. And hopefully, if we're on time again next week, we'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.